0: What's up, everyone? This is Warren Marlow. Um, so we're gonna do it. First episode of the podcast. Um, I hope everybody's having a good day. Uh, it's Friday morning. Uh, for once, in Florida at least, it's sunny. and <laughs> It's very rare that we've had that lately. And uh, I know it's been some hard times for everyone. I mean, <laughs> no matter what lifestyle you have... Uh, it's definitely been a different chapter of our life and hopefully when we get all this back, um, we maybe do things differently. Um like I said, this is the very first episode of the podcast. Um <laughs> uh just a little bit about myself. Um twenty eight years old, uh I live born basically and raised in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh I have two kids, a wife. Um, Right now, I know a lot of people have been losing jobs and stuff, Well, I'm still employed. I work at the warehouse. The thing I would like to talk about today, um, also, uh, let's see, uh, I know we got a lot of sports talk. On ESPN and all this, uh, we got, uh, like I said, wrestling, fitness. um, I do a lot of those stuff. Um, Wrestling, I was an independent professional wrestler for almost six years. Um, Wore a mask. (laughs) So, you know, it was pretty much mysterious. Um, But, yeah, man, I loved it. For six years, I've done it uh it was really cool um it was really more of an experience on some things, and maybe later on a couple episodes later we'll get into that um sports I'm a big miami hurricane fan um Jacksonville Jaguars you gotta love the home team uh regardless how our seasons have been every year to year to year for the last two years compared to when we were <laughs> almost won a super bowl going go almost going to a super bowl losing at the very end of the playoffs um so let's talk a little sports um everything is going on right now sports has been closed as for me and i hope for many other people was really high on college basketball uh my Miami Hurricanes were doing a little bit decent, but also like the Duke Blue Devils just from their playing and stuff and just always coach Coach K has always, always produced great athletes that go straight into the NBA and do very well in. Um I can't believe that literally <laughs> this pandemic and everything is going on that they haven't even they didn't even get to do a March Madness and I know how hard it is for so many of those athletes that just bust their tails and go to the workouts, go in there and play play the game that they love and for college, to go to school and stuff to play there and and that's what it's all for is to go for the championship. You you play your butt off, you play to your absolute best to get hopefully one day to win and call yourself a champion at these schools and with big programs and stuff. And this is also a chance for small schools, small colleges that you probably never heard of go in there and make a name for themselves in there. Um, A lot of people didn't know of UNF for the longest time, unless you live in my area in Jacksonville, Florida or close to Florida. You really probably never even heard of the university of North Florida, but when they came in there and made it to that dance and everyone found out about UNF and, uh, it was, uh, I was really shocked. Like, Oh my goodness. Like this college right here is pretty legit, man. UNF has probably felt down a little bit since, but at least they made their names known. Um, like I said, I'm a Miami hurricane fan. So I know I ain't got a lot of happiness that's been announced in my sports in the last, oh my goodness, probably like six, maybe five to six years. Um, When I say I'm a Miami Hurricane fan, I'm really the biggest Miami Hurricane fan when it comes to football. And sadly, the last great, great year that I've had excitingly about being a Hurricane has been maybe 2001 (laughs) or maybe 2003. I think... Before the bowl and uneligible stuff happened and all that mess and it's just like the program has just never been able to find a way to get back to being what they've been for the longest time and that was basically the teams that you fear to play against on a schedule and it's it's been rough on some things and my biggest one that dropped me crazy last year was. We lost to Florida. Uh, I, I can't even say how bad I was mad about that game. It was We've been waiting for that game forever since it got announced. I have family that are diehard Gator fans. I have tons of friends that are Gator fans. And let me tell you, it was not a good day that night and regardless of what the situation was regardless if it was Miami's fault why we lost and regardless of whatever happened that <laughs> i didn't care what the reasons were we lost to Florida and it drove me nuts i i it's been a sour taste in my mouth from last season um i'm hoping we bounce back on that next time and the really thing that upset me more we lost with a field, for a field goal, and then we lost another one for a field goal against Duke. Out of all team, oh, I meant North Carolina. Out of all teams, and uh, it's just like Miami just could not stay consistent, and it was oh, it was very tough to watch the season because it was so high hopes. I was big on Manny Diaz. I'm still big on Manny Diaz. I feel like we needed a coach that has passion. We we needed a coach that. You could just be like, all right, I'm good with this guy. And I even liked the coach that was from Georgia that was the head coach there. I really liked him as well. I just felt bad that he got he got dealt a bad hand with just the athletes. And, and one thing I do say what really probably killed us is Miami's just the discipline level. And this ain't on the coaches it's mainly on the players and this is for anyone man and just for this pandemic stuff man we got to stop taking stuff for granted and you get the chance to do something that almost any kid anyone has got the dream of playing regardless if it's playing in NFL or you're playing in college you have always had a dream of playing that next level um Say like if you started playing basketball You're going to want that dream to play in college I don't care who you are Um, I was there as well Um, Football You're going to want to go to play college You're going to want to go play at that college That you can show out Do what you got to do And then get to the big leagues I don't care what anyone says Everyone's had a dream To making it in a professional sport Um, Wrestling Anything Like it's it's, I've, I'm, it's, oh my goodness! It's, uh, I can't fathom this more. Like, we take so much stuff for granted. And Miami, I honestly believe that they had a season that they could have went very high in. And if it is the rumors and all this stuff about oh they were partying and all that, then that's on them. And they let us down. they let the the fans down um and if that's the true reason, man, they need to tighten it up and when all this is back back in order, like it's it's go time um, and that's any that's any team but Florida. I mean, sorry, I'm not a big floor fan my my explanation about me not liking Florida could be just honestly, with you living in Jacksonville, Florida, you here. You hear about maybe three teams more than any any of them I've heard. you got Florida State, Florida, and maybe Georgia. These are the three teams that you hear about a lot in my area. Um, And pretty much a lot of them at my job are Florida fans. And let me tell you my description on Florida Gator fans. They have not had anything successful since Tim Tebow. Don't get me wrong yes, they are doing well last season. That was one of their best seasons. And I think when they got rid of their quarterback, they elevated to a different level. And I got respect for them on that. But here's my problem. I don't have a real big problem with the team. It's the fans. I mean, the fans just can't, you can't lose with these fans. Like, I have seen people that are Florida Gator fans for that season to start off. Florida Gator plays bad. Guess what? All right, now I'm an Alabama fan when it comes to SEC Championship. Like, It's like you can't lose with these guys. And one proud thing I can say when I'm a Miami Hurricane fan, regardless of us not making a playoffs, not making this, barely beating a bowl game when we lose the to the toilet bowl, which I called it that one to- year. I mean, it was it was bad. Like... But I still w- would wear my Hurricane Orange, my Hurricane Green shirt, my Hurricane White shirt, and I would still go and watch these games. And sometimes it was hard. Like, you couldn't watch any of them. Like, some of them were blacked out because of how bad we were. But I didn't change my fan base to be like, all right, yeah, I'm going to be this. Like, if you're a fan, be the fan of them. Like, it's, it's, I, that's my biggest thing about Florida Gators. Um, I was a big Tim Tebow fan, though, and it wasn't because of how he played, it was based off of character, um, and not only just because, like, oh, man, that's a man of God and stuff, but it he inspired that team to be better, and what really set him different from anything I've ever watched, I mean, I could put him up to a Kobe Bryant level for college football, Um When he went in that press conference. When they lost to Ole Miss. And he said. I guarantee you. We will not lose another game. I will give you my all. I will give you this. And when I watched that. I'm like. Wow. I've never seen somebody that humbled. Would sit there and say. You have at least minimum. Maybe four games left. And you say. You're not going to lose another game. And. it touched me. I'm not even going to lie. Like it was very changing like you don't see athletes just go we are not gonna lose another game and if we do it's on me but i'm gonna give you my all we are not losing another game and needless to say tim tebow took him to a championship won four more games and i mean played his butt off like he played the absolute best um, the best legacy picture I think everybody likes to blend is when they played against Georgia in Jacksonville, and their jerseys were white, started coming out, and Tebow's jersey was dang near orange, green, all kinds of stuff What was off that field, and like I said, man, that man got my utmost respect, I was very upset about how they utilized him in the NFL, my biggest thing on what they did with Tim Tebow, or just any quarterback's for like college level I feel like they need to make them advance to be ready for the NFL level and I feel like Urban Meyer could have taught Tebow a little bit better throwing form. maybe could have taught him like hey man this worked here but you gotta adapt to there and I mean when they were showing the combine and stuff like that they were like Tebow's gotta adjust his throwing and stuff And but man that man played for Denver and got them to the playoffs. First year, I feel like they just threw him away when they was like, all right, we got Peyton man, And then that next following season, Peyton Man just bombed the year. But then, of course, they won a the Super Bowl with him. So I guess it was okay. But Tim Tebow's career was slowly fading off. And uh, I feel like he could have had way more potential on some. Me very biased. I wish he would to Jacksonville. Um as a market standpoint, that would have been the greatest thing Jacksonville would have done in a while. You would definitely never have blackout games. You wouldn't be called the bagwires anymore. Um, you would sell out that stadium, and maybe it would have been a little bit different that year, a couple of those years. But, um, yeah, man, so it was, yeah. So, obviously, I'm not the best football fan-wise when it comes to legacy teams. With me being well, Miami Hurricanes hasn't had anything since in the '90s and '80s, and then my Jacksonville Jaguars, they really haven't been relevant since. Honestly, my year and the years that I think that Jacksonville was really, really unstoppable, untouchable for a good time, it was when Fred Taylor and Fred Taylor is one of my favorite running backs of all of all NFL. Um, I really wished he could have. I'm not a Patriots fan at all, and I really wish when he went to New England his last year, oh, I think it was that final year he played football, to actually play, that he, I was hoping he would actually win a Super Bowl with him, and that was the one year that he didn't, and (laughs) I've always had a thing about the curse with Jacksonville going, hey, they leave Jacksonville, they're going to the Super Bowl, I mean, what all makes possible, Byron Lift, which out of all of us, out of all of the players, went into the Super Bowl. Regardless if he played or not, he's got a ring on his finger. So, I'm still, we're still waiting for that one time for Jacksonville to actually get it up there. Um, my honest opinion about Minshew, I love him. Uh, this guy is very humble. Um, I mean, he's down to earth. Like, honestly, Minshew, <laughs> Minshew oh Gardner Minshew I remember I made jokes about him when I watched the first preseason game I mean he was he was something different um, no one would have known who he was or anything Minshew I i saw that they put him in a lot that preseason a lot um, Minshew started coming back up a little bit right around that last preseason game I mean I only watched like clips of it I'm not even going to lie preseason I don't really care about um it's the it's the main season but I like the fact that preseason gets a chance for people to from the college level whoever gets drafted and be like this is your time to play and I believe and I like the fact that on uh, most times we start out maybe put the starters in maybe first quarter or whatever and bam let the new let, let basically the guys that you probably won't see a lot during the season, but let these guys have their season, and I wish they would get a little bit more recognition on some stuff like that for a preseason, but we looked really bad in preseason, and it's pretty bad when the news reporters and stuff, I mean, the jokes are always out there with Jacksonville fans, and it sucks, but, I mean, stay true to your teams. Uh, I feel like Jacksonville... Honestly, I can't say positive things about Jacksonville right now because they got rid of Calais Campbell. Uh, That was the leader. My biggest thing is you want someone that's going to actually push somebody to be better. And Calais Campbell, I've never seen a bad game off this guy. Uh, I'm not saying this bias because he came from the University of Miami, but that guy came out and stunned on that team. The first time he stepped on the field, first time he got in there, I mean, Calais Campbell dominated for Jacksonville. They call him the mainer of Saxonville. I mean, this guy dominated. Dominated. It was I I was I was a big class cable fan when he first came out. Um I was really excited that season cuz about maybe four of the University of Miami guys came in there. And he was Steven Morse. I mean, he wasn't so consistent. And uh when he got drafted. I mean, when he played when he was still, was a Miami Hurricane, but he, I mean, he could throw, I mean, he was a very good wear quarterback, it sucked that he didn't really get any exposure time, and then when he did, he didn't really get any real reps in on that preseason time, but man, I was really excited that year, we had three, three or four Miami players in there, uh, Allen Robinson, guys like that, I mean, I just, oh, I was so excited that season, I was like, man, I gotta get me some yeah, gave me some new jerseys over here. Um believe it or not, the only real jersey I had for that time. I think I got a Blake I bought a Blake Bortles jersey for my wife's uh mom. Uh, go figure first time we go meet her or mom. And uh it was maybe I think her third wedding, so she wanted to have a real fun type scenario and it was awesome. And the first time I get to meet her mom was in Washington, D.C. So, I had to buy an NFL jersey because it was a jersey. You had to wear a jersey for her wedding. And, I mean, going in there, I was just like, "Huh, this is interesting. But, yeah, I bought a Blake Bortles jersey because, I mean, he was really well at that time. So, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get a jersey. I'll buy a Blake Bortles. And that was been the only Jaguar jersey I had for a while. Um... Just finally upgraded to a Gardner Minshew jersey. Um he uh he's got a lot he's got a lot of cards on his plate. Um I feel like Minshews getting the same in that they did with Byron Leftwich at the time, but Byron Leftwich had way more weapons and Byron Leftwich had way more experience on that field. Even when Fred Taylor gave it up to uh, Jones Drew, man, he still left them in good hands because this team was ready. This team was hungry, and I feel like with Gardner Minshew, one thing that respects me, I respect about him, and this is the reason why I bought his jersey. Everyone was sitting here buying jerseys after jersey after jersey when he bought when he played his butt off in that that Chiefs game. No, I wanted him to have more character. I didn't want it to be like, all right, this is just going to be that one-hit game. No, nah, man, that man was coming in there every time. Boom, boom, boom. And I mean, every game he was giving his all. Um, and then, of course, we had Foles. I was pretty excited about Foles coming in. Um, I feel like if he never got hurt, it might have been a different situation. And I feel like, I mean, like I said, man, Life gives you challenges, and it's either you adapt or you're going to fall through. And, I mean, it's a sad thing for foals after everything this man. Gone. I mean, the first time we get a guy that's won a Super Bowl, MVP Super Bowl, as a quarterback in our, at our team. So, obviously, we're going to open this man open with wide arms. I still feel like we've paid him way too much money off the get-go. It was going to put us in a very bad salary cap issue. I don't follow much with the financing and stuff of the teams, but I just find a logic on some things. And I was like, all right, so we're betting so much on Foles coming in this. Let's hope and pray this is going to go through. And needless to say, Foles throws the first touchdown. He's hurt. And we didn't see Nick Foles for pretty much almost the half that season. And, I mean, Gardner Minshew came up and picked it up. And it just, in a way, I relate him. I, I like to compare him a little bit to Tim Tebow to a certain extent. Now, I feel like Gardner Minshew, basically with his back against the wall, and he wanted to, he didn't really care for anyone to know who he was. He wanted to know, he wanted people to know the team. And regardless of maybe the records that Jacksonville was having, we were playing very good football for a while. And, and I mean, Minshew came in there with a team that we weren't promised a lot. And, you, I mean, guaranteed, they said, hey, if this team gets hurt, we're doomed. Because our backups, they're nothing. And, I mean, we came in there and we played our butts off and then, Minshew comes in there and takes it over. I mean, Minshew would play phenomenal. I'm I'm telling you right now, for a guy to sit here and take, from a rookie, a rookie standpoint, for him to adapt as well as he did, Minshew became the big guy in Jacksonville. You didn't really care about talking about anyone else but Minshew. And I feel like Minshew came in there and dominated. For a rookie year, I feel like Minshew probably should have got rookie of the year. If they would not just gave Foles that game back. And, I mean, Foles got left a bad hand. Uh, when Foles came back, You, I mean, you had so many people up on Minshew. Like, fans wanted Minshew. And then, of course, he plays that one bad game in London. And it's just, like, stripped away from him. And I feel like it was probably based off of sonority, based off of experience. I mean, Foles is... The best coming in right after uh, almost the playoff time. And, I mean, as I say, Foles didn't do that hot. Um, and then we are like, all right, here we go. Minshew, you take it again. And after basically bombing the chances of us making a playoff, they were like, all right, Minshew, finish the season for us. We're going to give it to you. And... One thing that that changed my view on Minshew was just how humble this guy was. And I could tell you, like, you could relate to how Minshew felt, man. Like, people, there's always going to be someone that's better than you. Always going to be someone that's better than you. But it's a matter of how much you adapt or you're going to let it fall on you. And Minshew adapted. And I feel like Minshew came in there and... <laughs> And the one thing I respect on Minshew out of anything, man, we didn't need to win these games that they put him in. We did not. Honestly, it was basically to find out, all right, what draft number we're going to be for this draft coming up, our first virtual draft. And Minshew said, I don't care. I want to win. And that changed me because I'm like, that's what we should be playing to do any time is win. And this is one thing I I despise a lot of things when I watch on ESPN or stuff like that. When you hear Stephen A. Smith and all these guys talking about what type of mentality they need to do to bring in to win this game. They need to do what they need to do to win. Like, that's what you're paid to do. That's what anyone would want to do. You don't go in there to be like, I want to lose. Like, that that's unheard of. And... That's the one thing I, I really just despise so much when you listen to all these sports analysts and all that It's just so what type of person do they need to be to get get go play against the Patriots or something like that? it's It's common sense you're gonna go in there to win, you're not gonna go in there to want to lose, and I mean the biggest thing is I mean it's kinda of messed up on ways i mean for a new for uh, the Raiders. Their last game in Oakland, they play Jacksonville. And Minshew changes the game for and goes, yep, y'all's very last game in this stadium is going to be known that Jacksonville beat y'all. Honestly, I feel like we should have probably, that one should have been like, all right, let's give it to them, whatever on that. But Minshew said, no, I want to win. And, I mean history rules and the rule books of the Oakland Raiders which I'm pretty sure the Las Vegas Raiders are probably going to be putting our name high on that list this season as Gardner Minshew just beats us in our final game after so many years so many legacies in there and I mean I was just in my just holding my head like this I'm just like oh my gosh like this is their last time playing, and and Jacksonville just comes out of the blue wins. Not only comes out in blue and win, but this is their final time on that field, and it's just done. And like you don't have that moment to be like, oh man, so, because if the Raiders would have won that game, I guarantee you the fans would have treated that like they won the Super Bowl. Nope, that was not the reaction, and that was just the whole different type of scenario, and it was just whoa. E, this is kind of scary. Um, uh, But yeah, biggest thing for Minshew this season is I'm just hoping that he keeps that humble attitude and he just comes in there and plays like he did last season. But adapt and just get better. Just keep getting better and strive to be that locker room leader right now because he's dealt with a big hand. you got a rookie now that he's got his second year. But now... Minshew is the leader. Minshew has to be that guy to be like, all right, guys, let's roll. Let's do this. Like, And I feel like that's going to be a big kind of issue for Jacksonville. I feel like, I, and honestly, I believe every single time that anything that Jacksonville is supposed to be getting in a draft or a free agency, I feel like, and I've said it thousands of times, is we need an offensive line. I don't care what quarterback you bring here. We need an offensive line because I call that line quicksand because every single time a quarterback says height, they're either going to suffocate or they're going to have to run. And luckily, Minshew has been able to adapt to that type of scenario. And you could bring Tom Brady here on his best year and his best day, and we still would not do anything because we do not have an offensive line. Um, I feel like we always go in too much on the draft. We always draft something with defense. I was very upset about how we got rid of, literally, our best thing on the team was our defense. Our absolute best thing, (laughs) our defense, we get rid of all of them. Calais Campbell. Oh, A.J. Boye. I mean, I was back and forth on that idea just because A.J. Boye, you never know how he can get there. You never know. You never know with him. I mean, it's one game he'll come in a stunt. One game he'll stunt out. And, I mean, then with the Jalen Ramsey thing. uh, I'm going to be in my honest opinion on this one. I mean, I feel like Ramsey is the guy that always wants attention. Ramsey's always that one that's... If you don't notice Ramsey's there, then... He's not doing his part, and Ramsey's going to be upset about. I feel like Ramsey, he's had a miraculous years in Jacksonville. I mean, when he first came out there, first seed, first year we go to the playoffs and we almost won a Super Bowl. Then we almost make it to the Super Bowl. Um, I feel like that was our time, and that was our only one. And I said that from the beginning. I said, we're not going to go back. And I said that because just the team's – drive and fight was going to be a whole different scenario and you could tell Ramsey after that one year bombs it and then we get rid of Bordles finally and then we go in to play and we get foals and everybody tries to change that mentality a little bit again but then when we put it on Minshew we talked about Minshew we weren't talking about Ramsey Ramsey was he was there but we were not talking about Ramsey anymore and I feel like that's when Ramsey started wanting to go on social media. And just because of how adapt everyone is now on sports, and we're on the backstories and all this, everybody's like, "Oh, Ramsey posted this," and "Oh, Ramsey's saying this." But then we're like, "Oh man, we want to find out what Ramsey's saying. We don't want to find out what's going on with the game. We don't want to find out what the strategy is." Ramsey sits out this game and. I mean, Ramsey probably had the daughter. I mean, he had his daughter born, whatever. And I respect that. Honestly, I wouldn't play either on that type of scenario because family, I believe, for a long time, I always put myself over family first for the longest. And and it's not right. And uh, family always needs to come first regardless of what it is. And But the one thing I, I lost respect on Ramsey is he kept – poking it. He kept just agitating. And I mean, everybody can go, I'm Team Ramsey and do this, man, but dude, if you're not showing it, like I was at one of the games when he played against Tennessee, if you're not really showing this mentality, man, then I can tell you don't want to be here. And win, lose, or draw, man, Calais Campbell was the guy that was always fired up, the always coming in there, always wanting that fight. Always wanting to drive on it. And, I mean, it's just sad on some things. I feel like maybe they could have done a little bit on a better term talk for him. Um, If it is Tom Coughlin's fault, then um, I'll, I'll I'll regret anything I say about this. But on some of these things, I feel like Ramsey left because Ramsey was just being very unprofessional. Ramsey was just being obnoxious. And I'm not just saying that because he's a Florida State player, because um, I I liked that idea when Ramsey first came out here, and I, I can't can't say that because I mean honestly I I just respect just the attitudes on players and just you gotta realize man like you're getting this shot you're coming in there to play in the big leagues other people they're not getting this chance other people have lost their life trying to make it there other people have lost their body parts to not been to not be able to make it there i've got a friend that finally after everything this man went through and got told hey you're not going to be able to play a running back in college prove everybody wrong and and now he's playing for the tennessee titans and he's the guy on that brand and i'm very proud of Derek. and um I'm talking about Derrick Henry, and I'm very proud of him, and I'm praying that he just keeps progressing more, man, and this guy that I know from Derrick now, this this guy is going to be a Hall of Fame running back. Hands down, probably one of the best to go in the name books of, of a running back would be Derrick Henry, and I'm very proud of him on that, even though he plays for the Titans, but I'm very happy for him, and uh, I just feel like Ramsey did not want to be that guy he did not want to be in Jacksonville he did not want to play for us and just tell this last season it it was like watching the freaking Steelers man it just that team was self-destructing and I felt with Minshew Minshew kind of blocked some of that negativity out and I mean that's going to be a big big change coming in next season big change uh hoping Regardless of what happens with this pandemic thing, whatever, I know we're going to get everything back on track. I feel like we should still keep some of the stuff that we are doing now when we do get it back. I feel like everybody should still, I mean, common sense on some things, people should always be washing their hands, should should always kind of like keep a little distance on some things. I mean, there's so much opinionated stuff nowadays. Um... It's it's sad. I mean, a lot of people have lost their jobs on this. A lot of people have not be able to get, get prepared for this next season. So this next season is going to be really kind of a struggle for most players because we're not. they're not getting to play football right now. They're not getting to get in that conditioning and training what they need to do. So they got to find these little short workouts to find their personal trainer or what their trainer is and get them ready for next season. And I admire this because i mean like i said from the beginning man you go in there you always need to try to adapt to what what you're wanting to be in and i feel like we're at this level to where okay we're here but now we need to adapt to be here and this is for everyone this ain't just for sports or anything we need to we need to change we need to step up and i'm not a political person and this ain't going to be a political talk on my podcast but I belong to believe on this other scenario is we need to just support something. We need to support who we need. We need to stop saying this guy and this guy. We need to be one. And I've always been that type of person to be like, all right, man, we need to just settle what our grudge is, figure out what we need to do, and let's solve it and let's get back to where we need to be. And like I said, man, I'm not a politic person at all. I don't believe in the politics. I believe, sorry. Since I became a professional wrestler almost six years ago, I believe so much stuff now that, because you know the, the word on word is fake wrestling, um, I believe is is projected. I feel like politics and stuff like that, man, that's just all in our minds. That's just something that, it needs to be changed, honestly, and uh, it's, it pains, it hurts me to know that people suffer from this i work at a warehouse luckily they're not shut down or anything but uh it's it's hurting a lot of people's lives it's people are dying over this and stuff and it's and it's just overhyped and overused and i and it pains me on this media stuff because i don't watch the tv as much just to just not even have to worry about this stuff like honestly it's just the media is making it a lot worse than what it is. The media is not having a great results or review-wise to even be announcing some of the stuff that they talk about. Um, but get off that subject. I mean, <laughs> I don't I don't like going into that. I mean, I just speak off of facts. Um, regardless of vote who this, vote that. It's just... I'm, a, I'm very, like, common sense type stuff. I mean, I just... I just believe what needs to make us better. I mean, it don't matter who's going to be in that White House. It don't matter who's going to do this. It's never going to get fully better. It's just who's going to make it a little less bad than what it is now. And honestly, it's it's, it's a struggle. But, um, like, honestly, with the sports talk, I'm hoping and praying that seasons could get back. I It's back and forth on it, but... Yeah. But it's back and forth on it. It's just, got to get better. Um, NFL, I'm pretty excited for the season. to come back. I mean, there's going to be some guys that coming out of college are going to be really high to come in there and show what they can do. And uh, it'll be pretty interesting to watch. Um, really curious to see how my Jags do. not expecting a Super Bowl season now, but I'm expecting a really a good year for them um and college maybe one day again my Miami Hurricanes gonna be that team to talk about again but I'm very excited about this season even though our schedule's gonna be nothing to worry about nothing to look at and with the quarterback we're about to get I'm just hoping that height just keeps progressing more and more I feel like this team could be a team to be a threat I mean, every single year we come in there and they're like, all right, this team's going to be something at the end of the season. This team's going to be compared in this bowl game. This team's going to do this in this bowl game. And I lived up for it for a little bit, and then I was just like, yeah, this has got to stop. we got to stop doing that. And I've never heard of a team that does worse when it comes to a bye week. <laughs> I always believed, okay, you get to rest a little bit for that bye week, so you should be really ready to play in the next game. And it did not go that way. And it was sad on so many things. Um, I'm hoping they get better on that. I'm hoping anyone's team pl- progresses and does well. I hope we can, in my honest opinion on this whole pandemic stuff, I mean, I've played sports in front of nobody for years and years. I mean, when I first started wrestling, I, I wrestled in front of maybe six guys before. Before in a building, driving two hours to get there, almost three and a half hours to get there, and you perform in front of maybe six or seven people. I mean, people. I mean, this is a time to. Er- uh, one thing I'll say, great thing about sports is, it's a time. The meaning of sports, I feel like, honestly, my honest opinion, uh, more than anything on this, is to be able to forget. How your week was. So say like if your work week was not the best in the world. What are you going to use to want to tune into to escape that for a little bit? Sports. I mean, even people that don't watch sports. You, you want to, you're going to be intrigued by like a show, a contest or something. You want something to make you just get out of what bubble you're in. On how you feel. Maybe you came out of work and had one of the worst days coming in. Maybe even had a good day, but you just want to escape just anything about work. Um, and that's what I honestly believe what sports is a great thing about. It's just an escape. And I feel like we take so much stuff for granted. We're always wanting to worry about the backstage point. And this is the same thing I'll say about... A good amount of sports or a good amount of stuff or shows or movies or whatever we always want to know what the backstory is what what's going on behind the scenes type scenario we're in this reality area more than anything and i feel like that's what's killing the fan base type scenario that's what's killing the hype about sports and stuff and with a pledge and all this stuff we always want we're always finding something to just be able to gripe about on it and i feel like we need to just get out of that and we just need to just love how it is and just love the game like how these guys are strapping up their helmets or strapping up their their shoes or their track shoes or lacing up their boots or whatever and just support it and be like okay This is going to be good. Like So many people are like, I don't know about this no fan thing. Honestly, I believe if they play, it's going to be on TV. People are going to watch it regardless. Yes, the audience, the fans' mentality and stuff, it will definitely change. I mean, it will change the game a little bit. But that passion and drive will be so much more. And I feel like with the fan base it would even grow more because you're on you're watching it on TV more. Yes, of course people want to go and pay and watch it in person. I've experienced a couple of them and it's awesome. But I feel like this will actually make the this will be even better for sports right now. And I feel like with everything going on, this is also going to make those players play because they love the game. It ain't gonna be about oh I'm getting paid this. No, they're gonna be playing to play to love the game this season. And I really am for the no crowd sport right now because we need that. That we need that mentality again. We do. I really believe it. I've always I may have never always been the star player on the team, never been the best athlete, or whatever, but I've adapted and I was always around some of the guys that could just that probably could beat me all the time, but literally, I adapted with these guys, and I mean, honestly, we've won so many trophies with each other, we've we've won this, we've won that, I mean, but the biggest thing is, I've, we always adapted, and we played to love, we played out of love, we played to love the game, and I feel like professional sports has lost that passion for a long time, and hopefully this season I've been praying for it we see that fire we see that for the love of the game and we'll see how the season goes I feel like one big reason why I love to watch college football is these guys are playing to love the game man they're playing to be their absolute best and and there's no more politics than that there's no oh this person is getting paid this much. No, you're playing to be the best team out there. And that's one bad thing I'll say about the professional league. I love the NFL compared to most other professional sports because I feel like there's still that passion there sometimes. But money can also be a way to just be like, all right, back down. And I just hope it changes. I. Right. Got a couple of friends that play in the professional professional levels, and I'm very proud of both of them. Um, A good few of them. I mean, they bust their behinds to get there, and they they work their butts off. And I know they're not there just to do it to make a paycheck. But and uh, and that's one thing that I respect on them, and it's it makes you proud more because it's they're not there just for the money. Of course, they're going to be there because they're getting paid. But they love their job. And a lot of people can't really say that a lot of times. A lot of people could say, oh, well, we go in, we get paid to do this, but I'm you know, honestly saying we're getting paid to love our job. And I feel like with this stuff coming on with all this pandemic and everything going on, I feel like this is a chance. This is our second chance to just be able to just sit back and realize what we have and what we were, what, what was taken from us and just basically look at the positive of it like, yeah the bars and everything was taken from us but guess what we got to have we got to have our family our loved ones the people that really care about us the social distancing stuff yeah okay i believe it should be pushed a little bit more on some things but do i like it not always but especially with big areas and stuff for me as being very active, I was very upset when they shut the gym down. But, and then in a way that also, with that adaptation with it, uh, as simply as I got something out of that as well. Yes, these home workouts that I do now, luckily I have the knowledge of, because I used to be a former personal trainer and stuff, I, I have the knowledge to actually still be able to put in a good training session at my home, like I would be able to do at the gym. But there's also that little turn and it's just like, oh, there's something still a little different at a, at home workout because you don't always have all the equipment. You basically have what you have. You have to adapt. And, and I've seen numerous things on my social media and stuff with people and it's not going the best way with them in the home workouts, but some of them are like, you know what? Even when the gym comes back open, I'll be excited, but I'm still going to do some of this stuff too because it actually helps me when I get ready to go back and I'm that same way on some of these at home workouts I've been doing uh, I'm definitely going to still want to continue even when my gym does open back when all the gyms open up back up again and I can't wait for the gyms to start opening back up Uh, there's only so many squats you can do with a dumbbell for so long but but yeah uh, it's I just honestly believe we get a second chance. Like Disney, our theme parks, everything. And this is the first time in a long time we've ever, this is the first time ever that we, any of us have ever experienced this. I don't think this has ever really happened before. It might have happened maybe in the 50s or something, but I'm not sure. I'm not the best history person on this stuff, but we just got to do better. And I feel like, Sports talk is a great thing to escape it plays any show or anything, and I think everybody's ready. I'm sure everyone's on with me on this. We're tired of watching reruns of something, but on that note, on a rerun type scenario, I am very looking forward to The Last Dance Sunday night. That is going to be something really cool to watch. I have been watching so much YouTube videos on Michael Jordan. I mean. I knew of Michael Jordan. It don't matter if you watched basketball or what. You knew of Michael Jordan. When I was a little kid, the way I knew of Michael Jordan was from Space Jam. I'm not going to lie to anyone and say, oh, I watched Mike. No. The time I got to watch Michael Jordan, he was playing with the Wizards. So, needless to say, that was not the best year for me to ever watch Mike. Um, So, to watch this, it's going to be really cool. And maybe it will be able to help me later on. Next couple episodes or so, we'll tie that talk. Who's the better? Michael Jordan or LeBron James? Or, in my honest opinion, I would like to compare Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. Um, I feel like those two were more of the same player. And no disrespect to anyone. I have watched all of LeBron's air and I've watched Kobe's air. I've never got to really watch jordan's air and i'm hoping when i watch this last dance documentary because i know it's gonna be epic it's gonna be amazing and i feel like they probably did this to spike up that talk about michael jordan and the goat talk um i feel like it could be epic it's gonna be amazing um but my honest opinion on that type of scenario before we close this out uh if you want to compare LeBron James and Michael Jordan, number one thing you're going to say is championships. The number one thing you're going to say, Michael has six rings, LeBron has three. My honest opinion on this, and just from a guy that's played sports, regardless if I've played at that level, I've played a little bit on the college level, that was it. But to compare these two guys is irrelevant. In my honest opinion Michael Jordan From what I've seen What I've watched on stuff on YouTube Michael Jordan wasn't the biggest team player Player Now when you come to LeBron LeBron was all about his team LeBron is all about Trying to get the next guy In that mentality Now When you go back to With Sam Jordan Jordan Did have a pretty good super team With him as well Yeah, Steve Kerr he had Steve Curry. He had uh, Dennis Rodman. I mean, Scottie Pippen. The list keep going on and on, man. Maybe not the most marquee players, but Jordan did have help. But Jordan still scoring. Even in those games when Jordan was scoring 80-something points or whatever it was, that, those were the games that he wasn't winning. Now, when you go to LeBron's type scenario, and LeBron... In my honest opinion, LeBron can be one of those because I've witnessed everything he's played. This guy is very humbled. I respect everything he does on it. Now, on some of the scenarios on him, yes, some of the game-winning shots, he 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 don't want to take. And I feel like LeBron, when you when you put LeBron's level in this world now, the way it is. It's a whole different generation from what they were now. I feel like the athletes now are way better than what they would have been back then because my honest opinion is they've got so many different knowledge on how to adapt their bodies to how to keep themselves going even for that longevity standpoint compared to the guys we had back then. Because the only guys you really see that are really in shape now is probably Michael Jordan, Steve Kerr. Um, The list is very short and few on that. And Honestly, I believe for a guy with only one team that he has not took to the finals. Yes, Jordan's went to the finals and won all of them that he's went in. But for LeBron to go in with three different teams, three different teams, and just actually, sorry, two different teams, and just go to the finals for almost eight times. It's unheard of. Unheard of. And that's where I get that respect level for LeBron. Yes, he did he did invent the version of the super team talk. But it doesn't matter about the, how, what super team whatever. It's about winning that championship and that's one thing I will say about good thing about LeBron LeBron came in there yes I was so happy when he went and played with Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh in my honest opinion for the big three I thought it would be it'd be the big three for him and uh, Amari Stardomire but it's a little bit less of a talk we gotta go and maybe that can be a conversation about further on down uh I'd like everybody to thank y'all for listening to my first podcast. Hopefully, I didn't bore you well. Hopefully, y'all liked it. Maybe we have some nice little conversations about the next episode. Just give me your feedback. Let me know. Um, I just want to thank everyone for this, and it's pretty cool. Um, And I just hope with everything going on, this could actually help you escape this a little bit. Um, Help y'all with a little knowledge on some things. Help me with some knowledge on some things. uh, And just hope everyone has a good day. Thank you all. See you.